All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Behind the Seams. We are here with another Prospects Corner edition. We got Will Klein, right-handed pitcher with the Kansas City Royals. Uh, Will, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. Thanks for thanks for having me. Yeah, we're really excited to have you on. Um, we had you on a different podcast, Major League University, when I was working there. Mm-hmm. Um, just talked a little bit about mindset, mental health, and all those fun things. And we've been kind of following your journey, which has been incredible. Um, but just for the viewers who don't know you, just give a little bit of background on yourself. Uh, so I'm Will Klein. Uh, I was drafted by the uh, the Royals back in 2020. That's uh, kind of where I started this journey. Uh, it was a COVID year, so didn't get a season then. And then in 21, we uh, Quad Cities high for us. Uh, had a really good year. Uh, I was really excited, uh, really healthy. You know, uh, everything was going well. And then that next year, I uh, hurt my shin in spring training, and that kind of derailed my entire year. Uh, and like you said, like the mental side of things uh, weren't going great then. Uh, I know. I think we talked talked before that happened or and after. Yeah. Um, and then kind of had to flip a switch this past off season uh, and just go back into reset and work hard uh, mode and get myself back to where I was in 21 and obviously make the improvements I needed to make in 22 and make more improvements uh, to go into 2023, hopefully getting to triple A in that major league level. And then, so I came in, had a really good, really good year uh, there in 22 or in 23 and uh, double A to start. Uh, and then I got moved up right before the all-star break. Uh, and then got to go to the futures game for the Royals. That was, that was just amazing. Uh, super cool to be chosen by them. And then just to be around all those, all those guys that are uh, like the, the future of their organizations uh and so that was cool and then finished the year in triple a had a had a couple uh rough spots but you know i learned stuff from from 22 and got myself out and, and finished strong yeah i love that I, I it's interesting to kind of hear you lay out your journey right because i think it's it's kind of a description of most guys journeys through the minor leagues right you're gonna have yeah. those highs you're gonna have those lows um as you kind of try to make your way to the big leagues. so i kind of want to start with your time in quad cities right you all won the championship that year, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. The high A. Talk about that atmosphere, right? It's uh, one of your first years in pro ball. You're going to absolutely dominate some people in the playoffs. Um, what was that like for you? I mean, that was the most fun I've had playing baseball yeah. in a while. Just like, you know, pro ball, it's a lot of like uh, your own journey. Like you're the one trying to get to the major leagues. Like it's not college ball where you're, like you all go to school together trying to do that sort of thing. Uh, and then kind of like seeing – the prior like in double and triple a you know a lot of guys trying to get that that call up but and uh that high a team was not like that at all man it was <laughs> it was like just college or summer ball whatever you want to call it, but it was it was fun it was a team uh that played for each other and it was it was like the best team i'd played on probably ever just i mean the amount of guys we had like Vinny, michael michael lofton porter uh, we had Tucker in the outfield, Rave in the outfield. We had Zerpa. We had all these other. We had Parrish and just all these guys uh, on that team that just that just hit the crap out of the ball. And it was fun to be able to pitch with uh, a lead a lot. But uh, I mean, it was just electric. And then the playoffs were. I don't even remember them, but there was <laughs> yeah, just how much how much of a like a, a great experience that was, and like how how just how much adrenaline there was going on at that time uh, and being able to pitch like in, in that atmosphere that we kind of created for ourselves. Like it was, it was quad cities, Iowa in uh, <laughs> September. So there were a lot yeah. of fans, but we, like we, 
we had worked so hard to get there and we kind of knew what it meant to us. And so that helped create an environment uh, like what you might experience with, with a good turnout. But and there's just so much like just having fun on like winning it for the guys instead of like, oh, we won the championship. Like, like you know, a lot of teams don't want to make the playoffs and stuff and they just want to go home. And, and it was kind of cool to be on the other side in pro ball. Yeah, I talk about that a little bit too because you mentioned how um right you had that team atmosphere, you had that fun and I think that kind of probably drives you on the mound and like changes some of your mindset, right? You're going out there being competitive, pitching in competitive situations. So, how do you flip your mindset like during the regular season to get yourself into that com- competitive mindset on the mound even though you're kind of just going through the grind trying to make it to the major leagues? I mean, that's that's kind of like how you have to be all the time. Like, obviously, it's not the this, this same level uh, as like a, the playoffs in high, I guess. It's, yeah. it's, it's the same but different. Like, that was our first year. Like, this is something new and exciting. And now it's like, holy crap, like I pitched well for a couple of times. So I'm in the major leagues, kinda, kind of excitement, adrenaline. And so it was um, more so just like trying to stay calm and like trying to pitch where you're at. Uh, not like overdoing it almost uh, like getting excited. Like, Oh man, I'm so close. Like, yeah, <laughs> just, just trying to like keep uh stay level headed and all that with everything that had happened. Uh, but it's like, it's the same mentality as those games. Like they might, might not mean the same thing, uh, but like to you and to like the people watching you, they do. And so you got to go out there like ready to, to put on your best show every day and, you know, obviously, it's it's not easy to do that for 150 whatever games the AAA team plays, and it's a long season. So you just it's just be able to lock in when you're on the mound, like just take it day by day, pitch by pitch, uh, and just like try to execute uh, with like the most intensity and uh, focus you have every pitch. Uh, it's kind of how you you stay in there. Yeah, I love that. Um, you mentioned the, some of the moments that you had uh, com- overcoming some of that adversity, dealing with the injuries, some of the struggles um, performance-wise. What are some of the things that you kind of implemented for you, um, whether it's mindset training or um, other things to really help you get over those or get through them and push through them? Just, uh, just like a game-to-game basis, pitch-to-pitch. Like I – in. 22 like what led to a lot of bad ones letting bad pitches bad at bats bad innings spiral into worse ones and so like in triple a like those boys can hit and even more so at the next level and so it's like being able to take one bad pitch and all right it's an it's a new pitch execute this one or a bad at bat you give up a double or something or execute this next pitch get it all play or or strike the guy out and then you know, get yourself out of sending no damage or even limit the damage after you give up runs, like stuff like that. And, and, you know, not letting it, not letting it kind of compile. Uh, like I had a lot of big innings in 22, like four or five plus runs just cause I, I couldn't figure that out. And so it's, it's just be able to compete every pitch, uh, especially after your bad ones, uh, even more than you're good. And so that was huge. Uh, and then like an outing to outing basis was just not taking it home with me. Yeah. Like I know in 22, I'd, I mean, I was coming off that 21 year. I was like, holy crap, like had a great spring training too. I was like, all right, let's go like make some moves, get myself to the show this year. And so I put so much pressure on, on that, that having a bad outing, I took it home and I just, that spiraled to more bad outings. And I didn't like, not a bad way took it home, but it was more like just looking back on it almost too much and like trying to overanalyze and like getting just not quite depressed, but not in a good headspace about, 
how each of those outings went, especially if you had two or three bad ones in a row. And so it's, I, uh, I don't remember who said it, but it was just like, he had kids uh, and a wife that I have a wife and two cats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's the same thing it's close. Like, to, to, to them. I'm not a baseball player. Like, yeah. Like I'm, I'm her husband and then I'm, I'm their dad as weird as that sounds, you know, but it's like, I take care of them out, out at home and her. Uh, and it's like, it's not baseball. Like I'm, I'm not even that a baseball player to them. And so it's like being able to separate, separate those two uh, worlds and kind of like that helps uh, like calm you down, keep you level. And honestly makes you happy again after, after uh, poor outings, especially like a poor week and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, we had your teammate Brewer Hicklin on. He talked about some of the same things when he went through the struggles. And he said, like, the best thing I kind of reminded myself is, like, at the end of the day when you go home, people who love you still love you, no matter how you do on the field. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you have a bad day, and that doesn't make you sleep on the couch or something, you know. <laughs> cats start hating you, like, what the hell did you do? But yeah, impressive that was... the cats turned on you after a bad outing. <laughs> uh, yeah, all you got to do is feed them, give them treats, and they're back on your side. So yeah. It's... <laughs> but yeah that was that was the big one for that and then i just kind of had to shut the blinds on on that last year this past off season not even think about it you know like yeah. i know it was just kind of like the trust and belief in myself uh, and you know so the support from like my family my mom and my dad and uh my wife uh that that all really helps having that support system too like that's something underrated like i know a lot of people are like going through it themselves and you know, just trying to find someone, even like teammates, like good friends on the team help like that are going through similar things or that have uh, to help you get back onto it. That's like just the biggest thing, the underlying thing that can help you just stay in it because that's 150 games to grind. So you got to have something worth fighting for for it, you know? Yeah, that that definitely makes sense. And I mean, I, when you talked about too, to kind of taking it outing by outing, pitch by pitch. I always go back to Adam Wainwright in the uh, World Baseball Classic because he went out there, loaded the bases with nobody out, wound up getting out of it with only run one run, right? So he never yep. let those mistakes get in the way of him. He's like, okay, I got another pitch. I got another batter. New new chance, a new opportunity to get out of this situation. So he limited the damage and kind of went on to throw, I think, like a six-game or six-inning one-earned run. Yep. And you look at it like that, it's like he got himself out of a massive situation that could have been completely negative, but he kept his mindset focused and kind of went on and kept pushing through. Yeah, I mean, I I know there were multiple, multiple outings in, in uh, 22 where I just couldn't do that. You know, yeah. I'd get the bases loaded and be like, uh, shoot, <laughs> <laughs> shoot, this, uh, this outing's already done for. Like, yeah, the bases loaded, like I already sucked, like. I can't suck worse and I can't really make it suck less. So, you know, might as well just keep sucking, I guess. <laughs> but, and then this last year, it's like, you have a couple hits. It's like, all right, I'm just going to strike out the rest of the people. Like, you know, yeah. when bases get loaded. Well, I'm just going to sit you guys down in order. Uh, it's just kind of just flipping that switch, uh, being able to like, look at it in a different, different way. Uh, like you said, like the one pitch out of time. Yeah, the good thing about the Royals, too, is you have a lot of those mental performance coaches that can really kind of teach you how to kind of get through some of that stuff. Uh, yeah, we've got a got a good group, uh, Melissa leading them. And, yeah. You know, she's done a great job. I, I've i talked to her a couple times. I know know a lot of the guys have, have had, like, one-on-one -on -one meetings and said it helped a lot. And so it's nice to, to see them implement that. Yeah. 
Yeah, kind of now moving on to the this past year, right? You had a ton of success, got to go to the Futures game. Um, what's been the biggest development for you this year? I know you talked a little bit about kind of the mindset shifts, but have there been developments too to the physical side of your game as well? Uh, honestly, the main thing is just figuring out how to stay ready every day, stay yeah. available every day. Uh, like in, in 21, I kind of had it where I knew when I was going to pitch. Like I was the first, first year of pro ball. Like I knew I was probably getting two outings four-ish innings a week like like i'd throw you know like tuesday wednesday and then either saturday or sunday or something like that and so i kind of knew and i kind of you know i knew when i could take my prep days when i could take my rest days uh stuff like that uh and then throwing wise like just when i could go higher volume when i didn't have to uh when i didn't need to stay ready you know and then last year i didn't really have i wasn't thrown well enough to be wanted every game you know (laughs) yeah Uh, which is just also a demoralizing feeling. But, uh, and so I didn't really have to experience that last year. And so we went to this year, I was throwing two almost, or, and then two times a week, every week, and then three times every other week, you know? And so I was trying to figure out how to keep my body healthy and double a, uh, and then I got to triple A and it was even, even crazier. I know we had, we had like, pre- uh, charts that would say like, Oh, you're hot today. You're, lukewarm or you're cold and i think everyone's about hot almost every day uh you know and it was just like throw an inning all right be able to get an out or even an inning the next day or two innings or three innings and you've got one day off maybe whereas it used to be a lot more than that and so it was just just really learning how to take care of your body better uh and be able to be able to stay in it physically as well as mentally yeah. Yeah. And you could tell that you kind of took that mentality to the mound too, right? Started dominating people again in double A. Got the opportunity to get selected to the Futures game. Kind of take us into that experience, right? That's just an awesome thing for top prospects across the league where they can go to this Futures game, experience kind of like an all-star game basically before they make it to the major leagues. So what was that like for you? Uh, I mean, that was just, it was amazing. Like it was, it wasn't anything I had ever expected. Uh that would happen to me like i know you grow up seeing all those prospects go to that like it's almost when i was a kid it was more enjoyable to watch that than it was even like the all-star game like it was the u.s versus the world thing i think uh back then but that was cool to see all these those young guys you know get to perform there and so to be able to be part of something i'd watched uh when i was younger was i mean just an absolute honor uh and so I mean, it was it was also completely unexpected. I don't know that you sent freaking triple A relievers to that thing, but <laughs> yeah. uh, it was it was so cool uh, to get to be around, you know, uh, other guys not like me. Those guys are levels above me at, <laughs> at like prospect status, but uh, it was cool just to see kind of how they they got their game going, how they got ready, uh, and to be in the limelight for a little bit. Uh, it was it was really cool for sure. Yeah, what was that adrenaline like getting into that game? <laughs> too much, too much adrenaline. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was like the season. It's like, all right, you got a game. All right, here's another game. Here's another game. This was like, you've been waiting a month to throw one inning <laughs> in this one game that you traveled halfway across the country for. That you're the only guy. It wasn't even like nerves. It was just like there was just so much anticipation around like one game and like just one outing that kind of uh just got to me a little bit i wasn't nervous uh there's like a little bit of a difference there it's kind of hard to say but 
uh, it was just a little, a little, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like overexcited. Like yeah. the adrenaline was almost pumping so hard that it was like, holy crap, calm down. Uh, yeah. and then I got up there. I was like, holy shit, holy crap. Uh, this is, this is <laughs> it. This is like the thing I've been waiting for this, this whole time. And then five minutes later it's over. I was like, oh my God, what did I do? Yeah. And uh, you're on a big league field too, for the first yeah. time, basically. Oh yeah. That was a T-Mobile T- park it was really pretty. Uh, yeah. And then, I mean, just outside of the, the game is, it was great to have my dad and wife and yeah. I got a, got a buddy that lives up there uh, in Seattle, my college roommate. And then my other college roommate that lived with us uh, flew out for the, for the game. And so it was, it was awesome to be able to bring them into that experience as well. Uh, so it was, yeah, all around just a blast. Did the adrenaline give you a record breaking fastball during that? It did not. I'm not <laughs> no. throwing the slowest pitch that day. I was just, <laughs> I was trying to throw strikes so bad. Yeah. It just made it worse. It was, yeah. it was tough. Uh, but it's okay. You know, and I know people watching that are like, man, this guy sucks, but I was like, I don't <laughs> suck that bad. Maybe a little bit, but you know, and yeah. It, did you have any, whatever. did you have any coaches or players that you got to meet there that kind of really stuck out to you or kind of gave you some words of advice while you were there? Uh, well, I remember seeing Ken Griffey. That was cool. Mm, yeah. Um, oh shit. I can't remember half their names now. Uh, <laughs> It was there was a Guardians pitcher I can't, but it, I mean just everyone like after was super like yeah that doesn't even like no one even cares about that game like it was yeah. just like just talking about like the future for all of us uh, really instead of like oh no you suck now because you threw one bad inning uh, it was it was nice to have like some calmer words after I came out because I was like oh my god I suck now for <laughs> one inning um, and uh, just being around uh, all those, like the other pitchers and kind of seeing how they worked uh, and talking to them about how they got ready and attacked hitters, uh, seeing different approaches and stuff like that was the eye opening. Yeah. You get that sense of too, from a lot of guys who go to the fall league, right. They get to get around mm-hmm. these guys and get to, to learn about what their routines like and learn some mm-hmm. new tips and tricks as they kind of they go kind and of... move on. Um, but now that we've gotten into the off season, right. You made it to AAA last year, one step away from the big leagues. Uh, what are you looking to most improve on going into this off season, but going into next year as well? Well, shoot, I just, uh, I need to throw my curveball for, for a strike one time. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, that's my main focus. Yeah. Just refining fastball command. I know it was, it was light years ahead of where it was in 22 last year. And so I'm happy with that. Uh, just working into the zones. I need to a little more often. Uh, through more strikes with it, but just uh, more quality strikes with it. Uh, curveball just needs to be in the strike zone. That's all. I mean, that's that'll be a difference maker there, especially for lefties. Uh, and then just eliminating some waste with my slider. Uh, it was a really good pitch, but I got a little too excited to throw it with two strikes sometimes and yanked it and, you know, put them back into the counts uh, when yeah, I could have just finished them. And so that was that's that one. And then uh, just maintaining – maintaining strength and mobility stuff and just get my body ready for 162 games hopefully plus yeah didn't you work on a change up at one point too or is that i've got a change up i yeah. just i mean i i got to the mindset where i was like why like what situations am i gonna throw my yeah. fourth best pitch to to make the hitters and i couldn't couldn't think of any unless they 25 pitches deep and somehow didn't know how to hit a change up and i guess i'd throw one in there but I feel like if I can just throw my my curveball to lefties, uh, that just 
completely negates the need for the changeup. Uh, and then that throwing the changeup kind of takes away from, you know, working on my slider, which was a huge addition. So yeah, 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 that's awesome. Um, now we kind of think about the off season too. We like to focus on, of course, the human side of the game. What are some of your passions away from the field? What are some of the things you're looking to do away from baseball this off season? Uh, I mean, just be a normal person for one. <laughs> yeah. I know like the first three weeks, I don't think I, uh, or two and a half, I guess, two ish weeks. I didn't touch a baseball or, or wait, you know, it was nice to just be home and just take it easy be a normal person like not have to worry about baseball like try to kind of turn that off obviously you gotta turn it back on but uh just we going for a lot of walks a lot of hikes uh there's some cool nature around st louis that we've been to uh take some time to play some video games uh go just like visit uh friends down like mississippi uh just cool stuff like that and just you know exploring stuff around st louis like we went saw some buffalo and elk out of preserve and nice. just you know out, outdoorsy stuff like that and then uh some video games and other stuff uh, at home just kind of forget about baseball for a little bit yeah do you have a go-to video game uh yeah the only one i play is fifa but okay i uh, just i lock in on that game for a little bit wasn't sure if you were on the show <laughs> getting... that's too much baseball yeah so much <laughs> you're like baseball. i need a complete separation <laughs> oh my god yeah I played that a little bit. I was like, I just, I just can't. You probably got a player card in there now too, right? Somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so the last question I kind of ask guys to, uh, well, one of the two last questions is, did you have a go-to restaurant while you were in Northwest Arkansas or Omaha? Oh yeah. We went to Cava a lot. Mm, yeah. That place is delicious. Yeah. For those that don't know, it's like a Mediterranean Chipotle. Uh, that's, just got a lot of good stuff would get uh chicken and uh like a greens and grains bowl you know with some some pita and some spinach and rice over there and so that was that was uh the best thing in northwest for sure love it uh the last question i always ask um so we want this kind of to be a podcast right fans get a glimpse of the human side of the game but also for future athletes who might be going through some of the same struggles or things that you went through as well what would if you have one piece of advice for like an upcoming athlete what would that be i mean i just yeah i think it's like that the the two i said earlier like the pitch by pitch for or like even for hitters too like the pitch by pitch like oh he fooled me well he's not going to get me this time or like it was a bad pitch well it's this next one's not going to be like, you can take that into just your daily life. Like you, you have a bad day. We'll do something the next day to make sure it's not bad. Or like you're, you're not like the greatest husband or boyfriend or whatever. We'll do something to like, make sure you are the next day. Kind of, kind of like that. Uh, and then just be able to like see some good and bad, you know, like every, a lot of times you look at a, at a bad day, a bad outing and only see the bad. Uh, and then you like, it took me a while and I needed, like my wife and, and teammates to help like see some good in the bad, like in 22. And then this year is, it was uh, easier to achieve by myself, but that's certainly something that can pull you out of those holes. Like yeah, if you're only looking at negatives and you're only seeing negatives, there's no way to like really improve from that. Uh, if you see some things like some good things, you're like, all right, I can, I can build off that, you know, let's, let's go, let's take that. Let's have a, have a good next day off that. Uh, that can, really help like turn turn those bad couple days into a good week good month and so 
that's that's the big thing I I've taken away and uh, that I guess I can give to others. Yeah, it's all that positive self talk, right? Just getting rid mm-hmm. of the negative self talk, flipping the mindset, and it's it's those little things you kind of don't think about, right? When you're competing yeah. and trying to go out there, that when your thoughts are negative that it kind of just spirals and goes into the next outing into the next pitch. And when you can pull yourself out of that, um, that little, that mindset, you can kind of flip the switch a little. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like on the mound, if you're only thinking negative things, you're only getting negative results, you know, like you could feel as good as you want. Your stuff could be as good as you want in the bullpen, but the second you get out there and you start thinking like negative things or like, I can't do this. Well, the hitter feel like they're all mind readers sometimes. Like they're like, Oh my God, he can't, he can't, do anything right now he doesn't believe in himself uh and so it's just being able to yeah be positive or not even like you don't have to be positive but just not negative on the mound you know uh just keep yourself in it and uh yeah just that mindset yeah (laughs) not being negative and down on yourself uh and just every walk of life Yeah, I think that's an awesome thing to end on. Will, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to join us. We always enjoy talking with you about the game, about life, about just kind of mindset and everything else. So we're wishing you nothing but the best coming up uh, in this next year, just in baseball and in life. Yep. uh, Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I'm hoping we'll have more of these, (laughs) you know.